Good evening, this is Quintus Curtius, and welcome back to the Fortress of the Mind podcast. And the topic of this podcast is going to be how can I get motivated and stay motivated in my studies. And I got the idea to talk about this subject from a tweet that I received on May 30th, just a couple days ago, from a young guy, and I think he's from Istanbul, Turkey, very nice guy. And he said in his tweet to me, he says, uh, But when it comes to my personal studies, I just can't focus, and I have to even though I don't want to. And I had replied to him, I said, most of life is doing what you don't want to do. No magic wands or rabbits out of the hat. Suck it up and do it. And that's certainly good advice. That's the type of thing that he needs to hear, whether he wants to hear it or not. And he liked it because he responded back and said, hey, that's why I asked you rather than those life hack dudes. But when I had more time to think about it, I thought, you know, I think this guy would benefit from some more detailed answers, a little bit more of a detailed answer, if we could flesh out what we mean with a little bit more detail. Because there's a lot of guys out there, they just don't even know how to go about starting the process. You know, a lot of things that you know, I take for granted because, you know, maybe I have a certain mentality or I came from a certain background or I've had certain life experiences. Other people, they don't, they don't, they're not starting at the same point as you are. And maybe some of these younger guys, they just don't even know where to begin. They're literally just lost even at the get-go. They don't even know what starting gate to leave out of. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, everybody has to learn somehow. But I thought that, uh, you know, maybe I was a little bit hard on this guy and that maybe I should uh, give him more of an amplified and a more fleshed out answer. So I'm going to try to do that to the best that I can when we talk about keeping motivated in personal studies. I mean, as I see it, there's just a, there's a few techniques that you can that you can really use to to keep to get and keep your motivation. And you're right. The, these these are not there is no such thing as a life hack. There is no life there's no such thing as life hack. Changing your your habits, changing your lifestyle, changing how you improve yourself is a life process. And the people that say otherwise should have their fingers hacked off. That's my idea of a life hack. Is hacking off the fingers of people who write such ignorant nonsense as to say that you can just flip a few switches and everything's going to be great. No, it's not going to be great. There's not you you're not you're not great. Everybody's got a lot of work to do. There's a lot there's a long way to go for everybody. There's a lot of work to be done and we're not all right. Not everybody's all right. A lot of people need a lot of improvement. You know, think of that scene in Goodfellas when the character Spider, I forget what his name is. He's a frequent character actor. He was in The Sopranos, but anyway, um Remember, he's uh, there's that scene where he gets shot in the foot by the Joe Pesci character, and uh, Spider comes over and says, uh, "Yeah, you know, I thought you said you were all right." And and um, Joe Pesci says to him, "No, you know, Spider, you're not all right. You got a lot of problems. You got a lot of problems." He added an expletive in there, but you get the idea. Anyway, I'm not saying that anybody's that that this guy's got a problem. I'm using that story for just <laughs> for for. Illustrative purposes to make the point that everybody needs improvement. Everybody needs improvement. No one is no one is exempt. No one just arrives magically at this destination of wonderfulness. You never reach the end zone. 
You never do. But you've got to keep trying. You know, I have to try every day. I have to give a max effort every day. You've got to give a max effort every day. Everybody does. Because what's the alternative? What's the alternative? So I think the first technique you can really use to to really find and keep your motivations to take on responsibilities take on small responsibilities take on medium responsibilities take on large responsibilities and by doing these little tasks you'll you will build up a habit of being on the hook for stuff you got to be on the hook for stuff you got to you got to put your ass on the line at some point you've got to feel fear and i've said this before but fear is one of the most underappreciated motivators. Nobody likes to say that, oh, fear is bad. No, fear is not bad. You'd be surprised what you can do if somebody put a 45 against your temple and told you either you're going to do this or you know, you're going to be in some serious trouble. You know, you'd be surprised what you can do with the power of motivation. You know, I think even Stephen King wrote a story, I think in one of his short story collections. It may have been night shift or one of those other early short short story collections and this story was called quitters incorporated and the idea was we're going to uh we're going to make you or you with our company you're going to stop smoking and the catch is without giving away too much of the story is that they put you in fear of your life that if you don't quit smoking you're going to be physically harmed now it's a it's fiction and it's somewhat tongue in cheek but the point is still a valid one you know you'd be surprised what you can do if you really felt fear of the consequences of knowing that you were going to fail you'd be very surprised very surprised i've seen guys who never thought they could run 18 they they never thought they they never thought they could run 3 miles in 18 minutes and all of a sudden when they're faced with some serious consequences all of a sudden they move they move hard so by taking on responsibilities and carrying them out by taking on responsibilities and carrying them out you will build up a habit of responsibility you'll build up a habit of getting things done the motivation will become automatic because the original point that I made is true. Most of life is doing what you don't want to do. Get used to it. 95% of life is going to be doing things you don't want to do. It doesn't matter whether you like it or not. you got to do it. You just have to do it. You don't have to like it. You just have to do it. And that's the type of guidance that people really need to hear. That's what you need to hear. You know, because it's the truth. You know, so... That's the first point, is taking on positions of responsibility. And when I say that, I don't mean just work. This can be work, sports, personal relations, uh, almost anything. You know, taking jobs, you know, for profit, for volunteer, you know, sporting events, with relationships, doing things. Get out and do things. Mix with the world. Be a responsible person. Take on responsibilities. Do things. Get them done. Be a, particip be, a, be a participant in life. So many guys and girls seclude themselves into alcoves. They want to be Mr. Alcove. You know in those libraries you see these little cubicles where these nerds sort of hang out and just hide. They want to hide. Too many people out there want to hide. They need to be exposed and found out. You know, they want to hide from the world. 
They want to take the easy way. They want to look for excuses. They want to blame everybody else. And you got to pull those alcove barriers down. you got to get out there and participate in the world. The world needs to get to know you. The world needs to get to know you. So my challenge to you is, what are you doing to go out there and to engage the world? What are you doing every day to go out there and tangle with the world, to participate in your life? It's your life. You know, you're going to be dead in another 40, 50 years anyway. What difference does it make? Suck it up, get out there, do it, and stop whining. Because at the end of the day, the only one that cares about you is you. Nobody cares. I mean, your family cares up to a point, but that's about it. And even they can't help you. They can help you up to a certain point. But at the end of the day, when you are looking, peering over the edge of that abyss, you're the one who has to look at your own reflection in the water. Nobody else. So the first point is to take on positions of responsibility. The second thing is might sound basic, but you should check on this. Make sure your health is good. You know, Get a physical because staying motivated and staying focused is a mental and physical discipline. To be a participant in life, you've got to be someone with a healthy body. You've got to have decent health. You've got to have uh, a decent... Uh, uh, your body has to be working in a functional manner. And if you're living off of junk food and garbage and nonsense every day, then you're not going to be successful in doing anything. You're not going to be able to put one foot in front of the other. You're not going to be able to do anything with any level of productive achievement. So change your diet if you have to. Take on an exercise regimen. I'm not going to tell you how to eat. I'm not going to tell you how to take on an exercise regimen. There's a thousand million books out there uh, and uh, podcasts that talk about that. You don't need another one. What I'm telling you is... Don't think about it. Do it. And the third point that I think is something to be mindful of, at least for me, be motivated by the life stories and life experiences of great men. If you want to become motivated and stay motivated, the best way to do that, in my opinion, is to read about great figures in history. I've always found that motivating. And that's why I write about those things. My books... Uh, 37, Pantheon, Stoic Paradoxes, Pathways, all have a large contingent of intimate stories of men under duress, under pressure, performing, achieving, breaking through barriers, overcoming obstacles. And, you know, if that stuff doesn't motivate you, then nothing will. If that stuff doesn't rouse you to get up off your feet and to do something, then, man, you need to check to see if your heart is pumping Kool-Aid or blood because you know it doesn't get any better than that it doesn't get any better than that far many more men than us most of them better men than us have been through just what we're going through today and have managed not just to survive but to prosper how will you imitate them how will you measure up to them These are the questions that we need to be asking ourselves. And in another month or so, less than a month, or about a month, I'm going to be releasing uh, my uh, translation of Cicero's On Duties, which has been a, a life effort, really, in many ways. And that's going to 
talk about more guidelines, more things to think about to stay motivated. You're going to find plenty of material in there to enable you to get your motivation and keep your motivation. So you've got to do the work, man. You've got to do the work. Nobody cares about you but you. And the last thing, since you brought up academic achievement in your studies, the last point to getting and keeping motivation is take breaks. The mind cannot take constant, intense pressure and stimulation all the time. You've got to take breaks. And that's why I think that little bursts of intense effort are more productive than long, drawn-out, slogging matches. Okay, Take breaks. Study intensely. Take a little break. Go back with a little bit more intensity. Take a break. Study in different places. I mean physically different places. Study in your room one day. Study at the library the next day. Study somewhere else the other day. You've got to change your locale because the mind operates on the assumption of association. The mind often associates things better and helps you retain helps it retain things better when it has different surroundings. I'm not sure exactly why that is, but I'm sure the neurologists can give us an explanation on that, but it doesn't matter why, just do it. And I talked about this indirectly in one of the chapters in 37 when I talked about how to learn foreign languages. And one of the one of the techniques that I found that worked for me was to study different languages in different places. Have one desk in one room just for that language. Have another desk in a different room just for that language. Don't mix them because you have to keep stuff compartmentalized. Compartmentalized. You have to allow the mind to freely associate geography with the lessons that are being studied. And if you do that, you'll, your memory retention will, will skyrocket, will be much better. So those are the, um, those are the techniques. It's, this is going to be a short podcast. There isn't a lot to talk about. I'm not going to beat this to death with, with a lot of irrelevant stories. You get the idea. So let's review. Let's review very quickly here. Number one, taking on positions of responsibility, small, medium, and large. And as a subset of that, making use of fear. Number two, checking your health issues, making sure you're eating right, you're exercising right, and you're, and you're getting enough sleep. Again, a healthy mind can never reside in a body that is not healthy. Number three, be motivated by the experience of great men. And number four, take frequent breaks and study in geographically different locations study in physically different places. And I think these are some specific suggestions that will help you get and keep your motivation. And if you remember that the only one that cares about you is you, I think that lesson will go a long way. All right. This is Quintus Curtius, and this has been a podcast at Fortress of the Mind. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have enjoyed it, I would ask that you go to iTunes and rate me on iTunes that others so that others can find this podcast. And until we have another discussion here in the near future, I'm Quintus Curtius. Good night.